Welcome back to another episode of Keep Pushing. No, like seriously, my arms hurt. Okay, so did you guys know being in a wheelchair gives major celebrity vibes? I mean, like, everyone stares at me and holds the door open for me. After spending most days in bed, going out in the real world, I'm doing air quotes right now, but you can't see. It's so strange. I get so anxious having people see me in a wheelchair, but I have to remind myself when I was a non-handicapped person, I didn't see people in wheelchairs as strange or scary looking. It was just different than how I was. I don't know if it's wrong of me to say, but I'm not exactly the biggest fan of feeling different. I'm doing air quotes again, by the way. All my life, I've tried everything to not stand out. All I wanted to do was fit in. I've been bigger than everyone I was around my whole life, so in a sense, I was already sticking out. Now it's different, though. I can't go on a crazy diet and miraculously lose my wheelchair, and I can't cover it up with a crazy outfit. My dad did used to dress up as Santa and turn his wheelchair into a sleigh, though, so there's always that. I just want to know when it's all going to start feeling normal to me, not like some outcast. It is better now than before, though. I was eating dinner with my girlfriend at an Italian restaurant, and an elderly couple went past me. It was a man pushing his wife in a wheelchair, and he asked if I wanted to race. And then we chatted for a little while. Things like that never happened to me before the wheelchair. Nobody went out of their way to talk to me. It's kind of cool knowing I'm still very much a person, and people want to talk to me. I even accidentally cut a lady off at the grocery store, and she didn't yell at me. She just smiled, and she apologized. I was so confused, but in a good way. I never expected it to be like this. I honestly thought people would just laugh at me or try to avoid me. This injury has taught me a lot, especially to not take things for granted, even the simple things. I look at walking people now and almost feel jealous. In my head, I'm like, dang, it must be nice to stand up and not fall over like a Lego tower collapsing. But I am grateful for what I can do now. I appreciate what I can do because, although it isn't what most other people can do, it's more than some. Some people with spinal cord injuries aren't able to move any of their limbs, and my heart goes out to all those people. Because the struggle of wanting so bad to move but you're just stuck is a feeling I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. Honestly, as you're listening to this, I want you to stand up and take in the fact of how blessed you are to be able to have the freedom to move however you want. Unless you're driving, then maybe not. Or unless you're also paralyzed, then I am so sorry. Please disregard the last two sentences. I miss doing all the stuff I barely did before. In fact, I asked my sister if we could go to the trampoline park and he pushed into the foam pit. And she said no. Like, the audacity of this woman. I have been able to do some stuff that I like, though. I went to dinner a couple times, went shopping, and even got a haircut. I was super nervous about that because, for some reason, I thought they wouldn't do it. When I got there, the lady was so nice and treated me with so much respect. She also cut my hair in my chair, which was pretty cool. Okay, I'm going to try getting through this next part without crying. But if I do, well, you wouldn't know anyway. I'll edit that out. I recently went to the hospital for an x-ray appointment. I was just sitting in the waiting room and a family walks in and sits across from me. A mother and her two daughters, middle-aged if I had to guess. The woman in the wheelchair asked me what happened to my legs. I told her I was in an accident and have a spinal cord injury. She asked what kind of accident, and I just said it was involving my mental health. That seems easier than saying, I went skydiving without the parachute. But her sister tells me that she, the woman in the wheelchair, has cancer. I ask her what kind of cancer, and she says ovarian. We got to talking and sharing our stories, and she says the doctor said she had six months to live. 
So I asked her when she was diagnosed, and the woman replied in July. If I did my math correctly, that means this is month five. My heart broke for her. She told me that she's there to get x-rays, and the doctor recommended a new treatment, as well as another round of chemo. During this time, she kept saying, I hope this, and I hope that. I immediately said, hey, no hoping. You're going to get better, and it is going to work. As we went our separate ways, her family wished me luck, and I did the same. But when I started wheeling to my exam room, all I could think about was how precious life is. We genuinely never know when our last day could be. That woman had such a strong and delicate personality, one that deserves to exist forever. It really opened my eyes. If she would have never asked me what happened to my legs, we never would have shared stories, and I never would have known she had cancer. She noticed my differences with my leg braces, and that led to so much more. Because of that, I feel like my differences are not something that needs to be hidden, but embraced. People feel comfortable talking to me about what happened, and I want everyone to feel that way. I want to help as many people as I can. Even if there's only a handful of people that listen to this, I want to start making a difference. This is just the start. That's all I got for you today, but remember, keep pushing. No, like seriously, my arms hurt.